As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Megan here, and I've got my amazing biz bestie, Nikki Nash, with me. What's up, Nikki? Oh, you know, excited to talk about fill-in group programs. Oh, yeah. It's uh, our favorite topic probably on the whole entire planet. And um, today we're going to talk about three must-haves that you consistently need to have in place and to be thinking about, honestly, really no, no matter what level you're at with your group program. Um, in order to continuously fill it again and again and again and again. As we know, group coaching programs are one of the most fabulous ways to have predictable, recurring monthly revenue in your company that has a potential to continue to grow month over month and year after year. Plus, it also gives you so much leverage in your company. It gives you more time. It gives you greater ability to have impact on more people. It allows you to scale uh, once you really have that leverage in place. So we're excited to dive in and share these three must-haves with you. Absolutely. And one of the biggest frustrations that we get from folks that have group program, that are launching group program, uh, but particularly for folks that already have one, is having people in their group that aren't really who they want in their group, right? They they call them, as our friend Shamika says, PETA clients, which stands for pain in the fill in the blank, right? They're clients, right? And one of the things that's so important for you to understand is that getting the right clients in your group program begins before you start heavily marketing your group program. And I think a lot of people are like, I'm going to get the right people. I, I'm speaking to them, right? Like they get what I'm throwing down. They're going to join my program, but it's really having that clarity in a number of areas that we're going to talk about today that will help you make sure that everything you do and everything that um, you've built into your group program only attracts and qualifies the right people for you. Yeah. So I definitely know what it feels like, Nikki. And if, if you feel this way about the clients that you have been working with in your group coaching program, or you feel this way right now, just let us know in the comments below. There can be so much frustration for the group program leader when you do not have the right people in the program. And I know you and I both have had seasons and times over the last decade when we've run group coaching programs where... You thought you had everything like so dialed in. You thought your messaging was dialed in. You were, you felt like you were really clear on who the ideal client is. You felt like you knew what your zone of genius was. You were super excited about launching that group program and filling it. Everybody's on like this super high. I would say like the first 30 to 45 days, maybe even for 60 days. Yeah, probably like first 30 to 60 days of a group program. But then you hit like this around the 60 day mark, maybe a little bit before then, but definitely after if you didn't buy 60 days and you just start to feel frustrated 
that's the best word I think I can use to describe it. But, and I want to just kind of share some of those signs and symptoms of you may not have the right people in your program. What you start to do, and I did this as well, is you start to project your frustration onto your clients and you start to make your clients the problem. You start to blame your client for not getting better results. Now, you're not necessarily saying that to your client. I'm talking about you feel the frustration and you're thinking about blame. You're you're thinking not so positive things about the clients that are in your program that aren't really getting great results. You're thinking this in in your mind and it can come out when you're working with your clients, but it's more about thinking it in your mind. And because you're projecting all that frustration, making the client wrong for it. And I experienced this why I'm sharing this story. What you don't pay attention to is what your program promise is. And if you have that clearly defined And what you're not paying attention to is, do I actually have the right client in my program? You think you do, but if you're placing all the blame on the client for not showing up, not coming to the calls, not asking questions, not being further along, not asking smarter questions, like whatever it is that you're frustrated by, then you're not actually paying attention to the real root of the problem as to why you're frustrated with the clients that you yourself have attracted into the program. And I have I have launched many group programs. I have felt that way that I just described more than one time in my career. And when I when I dialed it back to really shine the light on me, you know, this this whole idea of program promise and ideal client, even if you've been in business for 10 years, it still shows up. Um, That was the real problem, but it was an opportunity to get insanely clear on my expertise and insanely clear on, you know, who is that ideal client that can benefit the most from that expertise? Who can I provide the absolute highest level value to? And that's really who you want to be speaking with. Absolutely. And so one of like the number one must have and Meg's talked about it, but like, I want to make sure you guys are, if you're writing notes, write this down. The number one must have that you need in order to build a group program that's going to consistently fill with dream clients is clarity around that result that people in your group are going to have. What is that promise that you're going to deliver upon? And one of the things, and, and Meg and I have talked about this uh, a bunch, uh, I have seen so many people be taught that you have to have clarity on your dream client. And then you come up with, once you're clear on who your dream client is, what is it that you're going to offer them? But time and time again, that messes people up so often because they start going, well, that's the person I described. They're the dream client. They're filling their group with that person, but they all need different things. They all want different things from you. They all are trying to accomplish slightly different things. And even the slightest difference will totally F you up when it comes to your curriculum and your delivery. And so you have to get clear on like, this is what we are delivering to people, period, like from a result standpoint. Not that you're giving people that result, but your curriculum is designed to help people achieve that result. Whether it's, I'm going to help you, you know, buy your first investment property in the next 90 days, or I'm going to help you um, reach six figures in the next 12 months, or I'm going to help you build a healthy habit in the next 30 days. I'm completely making these things up, but it has to be very, very specific on as to by the end of this program, 
This is what you should be able to accomplish. And it should be something that you're able to measure and say, what percentage of my clients got this result? And if you don't have it broken down to that level of clarity, then it's going to completely mess you up from a ideal client enrollment perspective. That's how you get PETAs into your program. It's going to mess you up from a delivery perspective. That's how you end up doing like, as Meg and I've talked about customized uh delivery of things inside your group program, as opposed to something that's supposed to be curriculum-based. So number one, write it down, clarity on that result. Yeah. And I'm going to reiterate again, the order in which you do this, just like Nikki said, figure out the result you're promising first. And here's a, here's a way to distinguish this that I think everybody's probably relatively familiar with. It's the difference between being in what we have always heard. Like, I think this is in the book, The Big Leap, where um, I think it's in The Big Leap, where it talks about zone of genius, zone of excellency, zone of competency, and there maybe there's a fourth. It's a difference between being in your zone of excellency and your zone of genius. If you start with your ideal client first, what I've personally experienced, and I see it with almost every client I've ever worked with. If they start with who the ideal client is before they start with the result they can promise, the result that you've got an actual curriculum that you can deliver on and take people through, it ends up kind of pigeonholing you in your zone of excellency, not in your zone of genius. And sometimes that's really hard to tell the difference between because you can actually do your zone of excellence really well. People can get results from you working in your zone of excellence. But when you're in your zone of excellence, when I was saying earlier, that's why I was so frustrated because I looked at, well, who's in my audience and who wants something from me and who's asking for a certain something from me. And I had a whole lot of it. And I was like, okay, I guess that's the direction I'm going in. I'm going to go serve those people because they're loud and proud and they want me to serve them in that way. But what it did is it put me in my zone of excellency and I didn't catch it at first. It took me a couple of years actually and generating millions of dollars in revenue, FYI, right? So you can actually generate a whole lot of money there, but it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable at all. And at a certain point, you will want to shut everything down. So when it comes to your promise and the result you're promising, live in what your expertise is in, not what your experience is in. And I think if we could distinguish between zone of excellency and zone of genius, zone of excellency is what you have a lot of experience in, but it's not necessarily your expertise. Your zone of genius is what your expertise is in. You cannot go wrong figuring out your program promise when you sit in what is my expertise. Big difference between experience, but that's really where the result is coming from. And then you figure out who the ideal client is from there. And it's so much, it just clicks into place once you finally, and for for a lot of people listening to this, it's probably a really small tweak because you already have a group coaching program. So you're like, why do I need to go back to this? But it's an ever so slight tweak that will make all the difference in in your company. Absolutely. And what this does when you make that tweak is you start having better social proof you start having higher retention rates from clients, whether they stay in your group program or they go to your next thing. And it can impact your pricing and so many other elements of it. So it's like this one little thing can really help you grow your group program in ways you didn't even see possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Do we want to move on to must-have yeah. number two? Get clear on your dream client. I'm going to let you lead with this. <laughs> number two. All right. So the beautiful thing is that these things stack upon each other, right? 
And um, Meg and I actually spent two days together working on on this stuff for something that we're going to talk about um, at the end of this video. So make sure you stay to the end. And also write down below if you're like, hey, I thought I had my uh, promise down or my result down, but I'm not sure. Put what it is below and, and we're happy to take a quick look at it. Um, but the second piece is that dream client. And this comes from the promise of your program, that result that you're helping people get. And this is why it's so important. So um, I'm just going to tell a quick little story. Meg and I are working on something. We're uh, talking about our dream person, right? And I was like, you know what? We have to start with our result first. Otherwise, like I, I, I'm lost. Like, unless I know the result, I actually don't know who the dream person is because there could be people that want that result, right? That aspire to have that result, but they might not be the perfect person for you to help get that result in a timely way, right? That person, other people could fall into your general dream client category, but they could be 10 months away from even being ready for you to help them or a year away or three years away, but they could still fall into what most people teach is your dream client. And so you have to ask yourself, all right, who is the perfect person to get the result that I'm promising in this program in a timely manner? Who can I help best? Who will, a lot of times it's like, who will I have the most fun working with if that ends up being a, a number of different categories? And so you need to really sit down and go, all right, who is the perfect person that I can help get that result in a, a timely manner, especially if you're selling a group program? Because if you have people that are at different levels, right? And in somebody could be six months off of someone else, they start impacting the group. They're asking different questions. They're stressed out about different things. They maybe have completely different mindset blocks that your other folks aren't having. And then one person or group of people starts feeling behind and the other group starts feeling, this isn't for me. I thought this was going to be higher level, but it's now lower level. So you have to get crystal clear on like, who can I help get this very specific result? It's the perfect person. This is where they need to be. This is who they are, the qualifications, et cetera. Yeah. You know, the other thing that we're going to be giving a whole lot more airtime, especially in this new project that we're going to be working on and what you're going to hear us talk about here often is this idea of client retention and long-term client success and increasing the lifetime value of a client. And so from a business and profitability perspective, what we want you to think about is how much more expensive it is, time and money and team and you know those three resources primarily, it's so much more expensive to acquire a client all the work that you do to nurture, like generate the lead, nurture the lead, move them through the whole journey. Sometimes that can take weeks, sometimes months, sometimes years, and it does cost money and it does cost time. So if you're bringing in a client that is not the perfect fit to get the result that you're promising, they're not renewing in your program. They're not going to renew. And in fact, they might actually drift away it's a certain point while they're currently in your program and they're not even going to engage, participate and implement, which means they're not going to get the result that you're promising. So you're literally losing the client just as quickly as you acquired them. And this is what we're seeing happening with churn in people's group coaching programs. Because if we look at who's not renewing or who's not buying something else that you offer, when you really take a step back 
and you observe and analyze whether they were the right client out of the gate to begin with, what we're finding is that they weren't. They weren't the right fit client right out of the gate. And, you know, Nikki and I both work with, you know, companies that are doing seven, multiple seven. Nikki, I think you even work with like eight and nine figure companies. We see it at that level. So this is not just a, I don't even know who my ideal client is problem. We're seeing it as a reason why companies aren't retaining their clients longer term or elevating the lifetime value of a client. It's because you've got to really tighten up the results that you're promising in the program and then who the right fit client is for that. So this is a long-term strategy, which is why it deserves to be talked about, even if you already are a group coaching program leader, which is exactly who we're speaking to right now. So client retention is huge. That's long-term profitability when we're talking about ideal client and program promise. Yeah, absolutely. And if you think about it this way, for folks that like, I want to hit this home with you again, think about what that does to your profitability. If you can reduce the number of new clients you need to acquire to hit your revenue goals. Because suddenly, if you're keeping people in your ecosystem, then you've already paid that expense of bringing them in. And now they just keep buying from you, which means that's one less cost attributed to them enrolling in a new program because you don't have to keep paying to market to them because your delivery of your program is essentially your best marketing tool at that point, right? And so that's just another thing I want people to think about when they're looking at their group program and they're like, oh, you know, I'm constantly launching. I'm constantly trying to bring people in. I'm constantly feeling broke. It's like, if you can start addressing some of these pieces that we're discussing today, you'll start seeing results. Yeah. One last thing I'll add to this. This is just such a, this is such a juicy topic. You know, one thing I'll add to this, and it's just to change the way you're thinking about ideal clients. And it's take everything that we've already shared today with you and also take into consideration, am I acquiring a client that it's still in this conversation around client retention, but someone who can have long-term success with me, which means they're not going to stay in that same group program forever. Some people need to do your group program more than one time. Just depends on what the result is that you're promising and who the ideal client is and the way that you have that program structured. Some clients really do need to take the program two and maybe even three times before they actually get the result. And that's like A-okay. It also just depends on what it is that you're teaching people and the type of business that you have. Um, I know I'm in some personal development groups where once you get to a certain level, like you could stay in that program for 10 years. Because it's not necessarily a specific curriculum base, but you're always growing, you're always elevating, you're always getting something more out of the people in the program, out of yourself, from the instructor. So the other thing to think about, though, is if you're going to create other programs, just like Nikki used the word ecosystem, most companies, most coaches and experts, we don't just have one offer. You may only have one offer for a little while. But one of the most logical next steps for someone in a group program to take is to go to your higher level offer. Sometimes that could be a mastermind. Sometimes it could be one-on-one coaching. It could be one-on-one consulting. It could be a VIP day. It could be lots of things. So you want to be thinking about when you're considering ideal client, who's the person that when they come in, not only can they have success in my group program, but they could actually have long-term success with me based on what my other offers are. 
Now that is something I don't hear anybody talking about in this industry, which is why we have a bunch of people filling their group programs and quite honestly, like successfully. But then again, that churn rate is just so high where they're either like not renewing in the group program or they're not buying other things in your ecosystem. And when we talk about sustainability of your business long-term, you have to be thinking about that as a business owner. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, all right, guys, we've been dropping some knowledge. If you've been getting a lot of value out of this, give us some likes. Let us know if you're watching live or the replay, or if you're listening to just the audio, just hit us up online. We'd love to hear where you're at. And so far we talked about number one must have is having that clarity around the result, that promise of your program. Number two is that clarity around your dream client. Again, we've explained how both of those can have like amazing impact and influence on your bottom line and on your profitability. And number three is pure freaking magic because it brings both of those things together. And it's about having messaging that truly attracts that dream client. And one of the things that's so important here is that when you are clear that this is the result that I'm helping people get. And as your business grows and you have multiple offers, when you have that level of clarity on each offer and you're clear on who the specific person is for you know any offer that you have, then you can start looking at that person, that offer, and ask yourself questions like, why does this specific person not already have that result? What is getting in their way? What are they struggling with? What's going on in their mind? And bam, those can become key messages that you share over and over and over again, because it's only really attributable to the person that you know is at a certain level that wants to have a certain result that you're delivering upon. And when you're that specific, magic can happen. And I, I'm going to surprise Meg with uh, a, with having her share a story of something because this happened to you, right? Like you had somebody reach out to you and say, wow, you're, you're messaging what you're speaking about. Your content is hitting me now in a way it didn't before. So can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I will. So this is, this is a difference between, okay, let me back up. So this is a new offer. So what Nikki's talking about, I've developed a new consulting offer in my business. And I'm, I love consulting. I love what that brings in. I love the type of relationship I get to have with a client with the consulting piece. And it was something that I had not done in the past. And I really missed having this like one-on-one, but consulting type of offer. And um, what who this offer is for and what I'm delivering the company really needs to be hovering around a million dollars in revenue annually uh, and up from there. Well, previous to that, I was not working with people. None of my programs were designed for a business owner who was already at seven figures annual revenue a year. And so that's a really big discrepancy when you're talking to people who are at like 100K or 200K versus a million and plus. Their problems are completely different. What they're looking for is completely different. The way they want to work with a service provider is also completely different. They are looking for a much more advanced, very high-level conversation. And so when I decided to create this consulting, it was a little wonky at first in terms of my message because I was still thinking about all the people I was currently working with who were not necessarily a fit for the consulting, but they were a fit for what they were in. But the thing to remember is for every program that you have, so if you've got 
a group coaching program, high-end consulting, and let's just throw in like a membership subscription style offer that's 50 bucks a month. You have three different program promises. You have three extremely different ideal clients, which means you have three very different messages. And so sometimes it can take a little bit when you create a newer offer or you're elevating your program promise and you're elevating who the dream client is. It can take a little bit to really get that message to sit in. And so, you know, I've been offering this consulting and a person reached out to me about two weeks ago when she invested in the consulting. And she said at the end of our conversation, when we decided to work together, she goes, I'm going to tell you something. She goes, I want you to know what prompted me to actually reach out to you and have this conversation. She goes, I knew that this was your expertise. And I've always known this, this is your expertise as long as I've known you, which for this person, I think we've known each other about four or five years. So she goes, I knew that, but you weren't speaking to me in all of your previous messaging that you've been putting out there over the last few years. It it wasn't speaking to me and where I was and what I was looking for. But in the last three months, your messaging is like insanely advanced. You're speaking at such a high level. And she goes, I wish she goes, I should have reached out to you three months ago because you were doing it three months ago. And it just took me that long to finally like message you. But, you know, that's the diff your So that messaging also, I think you said this earlier, Nikki, it impacts your price point because that offer that I'm making is a four week offer. And that includes a VIP day and it's $25,000 basically for four weeks worth of work. So, you know, when you really dial in that result and that dream client and who that is, and you know how to speak to them in the message that, and you can articulate it, right? So if you can articulate your value, that will allow you to command a higher price point. There's a difference between demand and command. But that's one aspect, the messaging piece you're talking about, that's one piece of the puzzle that allows you to command a higher price point for your offer. So messaging, you know, again, like you said, the message really stems from, well, what's my expertise and my promise? Who's the best fit client for that? And then your message is really birthed from that place. Absolutely. And these three things, you know, they all kind of, they go together, but following them, it's not just knowing these things. It's really doing this in the order that we've just outlined for you, because you have to have that clarity around results that you can help people get and then understand, all right, who is this result best suited for? Because the result that Meg is offering to folks that are already at seven figures yeah, I'm sure somebody who's making six figures would love that result, but you, but Meg's going to be like, okay, this wouldn't be a four week. I'm diving in and understanding your business uh, opportunity. This would be a multi year thing, and I might not, may or may not be able to help you get that result in a timely manner. So that's why you have to go. What is this result? Who is the person that I can truly help get the most out of it in a timely manner? And then. Um, go down to, all right, now, how do I speak to that person such that they are going to be a heck yeah, or at least know that the result that I'm delivering upon in my offer is right for them. Yeah. And here's, you know, here's the other thing that you have to be okay with. Like you have to be really solid in your confidence and conviction and belief about who you are as a person. 
Because when you elevate that message, you know, when you elevate, okay, when you elevate all three things that we're talking about, you elevate the promise that you're making in your group program, you elevate the client that that is for, and you're specific on it and very specific, and you know the qualifications, and you elevate your message, you will no longer be serving a lot of the people that you served in the past. You will not be serving them anymore because they might've been an okay fit for the season that you were in, but you do not want to work with people for the rest of the hit, you know, your business in the future with people who are just an okay fit. And it's not that there's anything bad or wrong with you or those people, but for all of us in this profession, for all of us who are building businesses based on an expertise, the worst part of it that I have felt and that I know other people have felt before is it is like gut-wrenching to know that you are working with people, but you cannot actually be in your greatest zone of genius because you start to feel like you're kind of just a waste. Like you literally just feel like I'm wasting my zone of genius. I'm wasting this one life that I have. And I, you know, it's that serious. It really is that serious because it bothers you. Like it bothers you so much because you know, you're not operating at your greatest, highest potential. You know that. You know that all the things that are possible for you, it's going to make it really hard if you are positioning yourself in just an okay place. So, you know, it's scary. It can be really scary to elevate these three things. I've got some clients that are doing it right now and they're scared. They're scared because the way that they've been making money and what's been working is the previous promise, the previous idle client, and the previous message. Now, it's not like they're going out and changing their expertise. What they're actually doing is they're turning the dial from like a level five to a level 10 so that everything is aligned. And that's really when like the waterfall of success or significance, I actually prefer that word, it allows you to be so much more significant. What we're talking about is not just about, I'm going to make more money. I'm going to get more clients. It's allowing you to play a more, you know, a greater role of significance in people's lives. You know, we talk about this word impact. Really consider who can I truly impact? Can we all impact everybody? Of course. But we're also talking about a business here, right? It's two different worlds. So this is not only going to increase your revenue, your predictability with revenue on a monthly recurring basis, your profitability and all those things, it's going to drastically increase your significance in the marketplace and your significance in the lives of other people. And those things are huge. Like the the, um, non-financial benefits of this are just as important as the financial ones. Yeah. I've been holding out as long as I could. Um, I feel like I I need to make some kick butt announcements for folks. What do you think? Let's do it. Do it. All right. So we have talked about, again, doing a, a quick recap. We've talked about having that clarity around a result. We've talked about having that clarity around your dream client. And we've talked about that clarity around messaging. And this is really just scratching the surface on things that will help you grow your existing group program. And, you know, Meg and I have alluded to the fact that we're working together on, on some things. And so the, the first thing that I really just want to bring to your attention is that we have a workshop that we're doing together on September 9th. It's three hours long. 
Um, it also has some amazing additional benefits like an additional Q&A and some time for you to chat with us. But it's it's happening. It's magic. It's called Double Your Group Program. And it's literally designed to help you walk away with a plan to double the revenue from your group program and to think differently about your profitability in your group program so that as your revenue doubles, it's not just that you're profit doubles, it's that you can increase that as well, right? So we have this uh, workshop. It's again happening on September 9th. Uh, You can DM either one of us if you'd like more details. But if you're just like, oh my gosh, I've loved what you guys have shared so far. And if three hours with you is even a fraction uh, or a multiplier of what you've just gotten today, um, you're in, then you can head to doubleyourgroupprogram.com and it has the details on the workshop and the ability for you to sign up for that workshop, as well as we have a uh, special early bird pricing for another opportunity that we have um, coming right after on the tail ends of that group, uh, WR group program offer to really help you continuously grow your group program. So that is uh, number one that I wanted to share. Yeah. So go ahead and jump into that now. So, I mean, if you, if you have a group program, you currently have a group program, we've designed the three hour workshop for you. Like you are the one that needs to be in there. So just head right over to, is it doubleyourgroup.com? Doubleyourgroupprogram.com. Okay. Doubleyourgroupprogram.com. We'll put the link somewhere in the comments below so you can go like find that. But this is for you if you currently have a group program, right? Uh, Go over there and get it now. And it's a super small fee. It's not going to break the bank. So come over and join us. Yeah. It'd be like the equivalent of not drinking coffee for a little bit. Like It's magic how much we're packing into this this (laughs) offer and opportunity. So that's number one. Uh, Number two, just a quick side tangent for anybody who's wondering why I'm hugging a pillow. I was wondering if you were going to say anything. <laughs> I was like, I probably should tell people, but it just hurts so bad that I'm like, I have to hug this thing. Um, I was in a car accident uh, a little over a week ago and I have a fracture in my sternum and then, you know, some of my left hand. So I am 100% with you. But what I've noticed is that my normal energy level is hella high and my body physically apparently can't take it right now. And the only thing that helps with the kind of vibration of my chest when I'm excited is hugging this pillow. So uh, that's why I'm hugging it. So sure. Hey, whatever works. Yeah. Whatever works. What Hugging the pillow works. works. (laughs) (laughs) Especially uh, not supposed to, it hurts to laugh guys. So um, I'm going to try not to, to have too much joy on this guy, but that's why we're um, hugging the pillow up in here. And why, if you've seen kind of the brace, I'm, immobilized my thumb and uh, Nikki's mending. We are on the mend. (laughs) I'm on the mend. By September 9th, you're going to be like off the charts. Oh, energetic. Everything is going to be mended. Well, I don't know about that, but I will, I I will at least be a higher energy level (laughs) than today. And guys, this is not even me at like a five, probably. So even, even if I'm at like a seven, it'll still be pretty freaking epic. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, get yourself in our workshop on September 9th on how to double the revenue of your group program without the burnout. Like let's add that without the burnout, because that's something that we're hearing is really going around in a lot of circles of people who are currently offering group programs are getting really burned out with the launch cycle of filling it. So we are going to be working with you on an approach that does not include like burnout, not included. 
And also something that I believe is really important to our industry right now is to also fill your group programs with really high integrity. And when it comes to, you know, you want to talk about integrity, when it comes to integrity, being super clear on your expertise and what that promise is that you actually have a curriculum that you can deliver on, that's integrity. You know, knowing exactly who the best right fit for your program is and saying no to the people who aren't, yes to the people who are, that's integrity. Sharing your message that truly resonates, that only you can talk about in the way that you can, that's real integrity. And when we are fully in alignment with that, that also does reduce the burnout, by the way, right? And we've all, you know, I really woke up one day and I was like, you know what? I feel like integrity is my number one core value, but everything's just like slightly off with some of these decisions that I'm making and some of the direction I'm going in with the business with these three things that we've touched on. And for me, part of that was if I were in like true ultimate integrity, like what would that be? What would that sound like? Who would that be I'm working with? What is that promise that I'm making? And it literally changes. Not only does it change your business, but it's also very life-changing too. So September 9th, get it in your calendar, go to doubleyourgroupprogram.com right now, join us. Like Nikki said, there's some cool bonuses. You get uh, like a bonus private call with one of us included and also an additional call that's just Q&A. So if you currently have a group program right now that you are running, this workshop is for you and uh, we want to see you there. All right, guys, this has been a blast. Uh, Let us know again in the comments below where you could use the most help, whether it's with your uh, program promise, that uh, result that you're helping people with, clarity on your dream client, your core messaging. We'd love to hear where you're at. And as Meg said, head on over to doubleyourgroupprogram.com and join us for an epic workshop. All right. Thanks everybody. And we'll see you on the workshop. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.